Comic Podcast. It's Comic Book Wednesday, November 18th. We're, we're going to do things a little bit different today. We're, we're going to let the crew tell you what they're picking up today at the comic book shops. All right. First up is Madi. I gave her the assignment of three, and then I get six. But you know what? It's the first time that she's going to do this, and I am... So excited that she is giving us a sneak peek into what she likes. And I, you know what, honestly, I don't think you can, you can uh, argue the point that these six books are truly some must picks this particular uh, comic book Wednesday. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Agrasuko. Uh, they, they, they've been doing, it's in uh, Oni Press, Inc. They've actually done a couple of mini series, and this is the start of a new series. Uh, it's uh, Meet Her Friends. So I guess we're going to deep dive into here. It says, uh, I'll read the description here. It's uh, Kat Ferris and Lisa Dubois. It says, dive further into the world of Agrosuko, the hit Netflix series. With these characters focused story okay so we're, we're really focusing on these guys here up first meet the enigmatic yoga teacher over drinks retsuko and her co-workers ponder his mysterious past um i know you're a big fan of the of the show and i'm assuming that is one of the draws to the an issue of, of this nature yes she's my spirit animal and that's why i picked her or picked this one and i really like her friends and in the show so i'm wanting i'm hoping that this comic book is gonna go into more detail or go into more of the background of her friends uh next up is one that will be appearing i uh, i know it's appearing on my list but you have the honors it's from behemoth comics uh, from a film that just totally mesmerized us both when we saw it from Anna Lili Ampur. Uh, it's A Girl Walks Home Alone at, at Night. This is the cover B. Uh, it's number one issue. I believe it's a two-issue set. And this is the uh, Walter limited edition version. So I don't know if this is just a direct graphic novel of the movie or if it goes into the lore, of, mm -hmm. right? So, I just, I just found, I just think it's just totally uh, mesmerizing that they are actually turning, unless they're about to launch something, and maybe a sequel or a series, and so they start with getting the people all jazzed up about the about the movie again. It's possible. <laughs> Uh, in, in, in larger cities such as Dallas, LA and Chicago, those are three that I know of billboards have actually popped up announcing this comic book. And, really? Yeah. And behemoth has really pushed the, the efforts to get this, uh, as of this recording, it has completely sold out. This book sold out a week before its release. So when you go to the shops today, you must pick this up because there, that's it. And if I'm not mistaken, they only printed 10,000 of these. Wow. Yeah. So it is truly going to be a collector's item. There is a variant cover that wasn't available to us, but it is done by, uh, I believe, uh, who did it? I think it was the artist, the inside artist might have done the, uh, the actual 
variant cover. So there's actually three covers available. One looks like the uh, the movie poster. And then there's, there's three? This, I yeah. thought there was only two. No, well, that's what I'm saying. There's a, a, an incentive cover. It's a one in five for every uh, five comics, I guess, <laughs> a comic book store picks up. They're given one of these variants. And as of 24 hours ago, that particular issue has been going from anywhere from 15 to $30. So it is, it is becoming a hot issue. Now that now that it has been reported that this book is completely sold out uh, a week before its release of only 10,000 copies, they are going to a second printing. I don't know what that cover looks like. I don't know if they're just going to have a total Continue. other. Well, what it is, it's going to be either another variant cover. It might be an entirely other cover or it might be a variation of one of the covers that we've seen. But this is definitely it's number five on Mariela's list. A girl walks home alone at night. Number one, it is definitely very hot with a bullet and you want to pick this one up for sure. Now, number four is from boom studios, boom studios. Uh, it comes out with all kind of, uh, 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 uh cool stuff but you're but on this one you're going with a hardcover book and it is uh, uh beautifully illustrated by on the cover by uh, michael walsh this is a, a variety of stories that have i think have been featured in a, uh, i don't know if it's just been collected for this particular uh, uh collection but it is uh jim henson's storyteller ghosts uh what was it about this one that uh that jumped out at you it's the fact that it's Jim Henson and um, it has to do with ghosts and folklore and it's stuff that I really like. Um, it's folklore actually from around the world um, told in the spirit of his, I guess, the television series um, Storyteller. So I don't know. I really like the series and I just, I... I, this is something that I want, I, you know, and I'm pretty sure there's other people out there that have the same interests as I do. So this is just something that I think that they would really like. Uh, suggested retail price is $24.99. You can definitely find this in more of your specialty comic shops, but you more, more than likely can acquire this um, on Amazon or maybe even some bookstores. It's called Jim Henson. Uh, Jim Henson's The Storytellers, Ghosts. Now, this one jumped out at me uh, right off the bat. Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Blood. I know you're a horror aficionado and a classic horror at that. Uh, well, it's the fact that it was Edgar Allan Poe. And um, it, you know, he wrote like short stories and stuff. So I assumed it was going to be something similar to that in that vein um and that's just going on you know based on Edgar Allan Poe um and not knowing what the other what it actually is um and then serial monsters you know I love the monster cereal so. no, no that's cool um yeah, for four for four ninety nine, I don't think you can go wrong. Ahoy Comics, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, some of these um, uh, small print uh, uh, presses uh, give a month or two, sometimes in between books. I don't know if this is one of those books, but 
uh, it, you can always go up to your comic book store and ask if some of these books are still available, especially when they're a smaller press. Sometimes you might want to go to their actual websites. I, I don't know if Ahoy Comics actually makes back issues available, but some of these imprints do. Now we're at number two. This is one that uh, I've seen already on several of our lists, and you definitely have uh, the. See, the and I don't that. know if this is number one or number two. Okay, I, I. This could probably be side by side with the number one pick because I couldn't decide. I mean, it's just a list. Right, uh, but no, but that's that's all cool. You you've picked one of the most captivating covers of this run. Uh, it's probably the most important covers of this run. I feel. Yeah, mo most definitely. What, what what we're seeing it's the Mac the Mac variant David Mac uh, variant edition. Um, uh, Marvel Voices Indigenous Voices number one. This has been for the last two months. We've been getting closer and closer to National Native American Heritage Month, and they've had a, uh, a, a, a celebrated writer Jeffrey Verregi. What what he did was he actually uh, did variant covers for Thor, Spider Man, Black Widow. Captain America. And so his work was interchanged as a variant on some of these imprints, but an actual comic was written by him and uh, various covers were presented into this collection of, of stories in celebration of in, uh, uh, indigenous uh, history. And um, they had some of the hottest Native American indigenous talent and they were made available to uh, make their Marvel Comics debut. The cover itself is just important because it raises awareness to the missing and murdered indigenous women. Um, it, it's, you know, that's that's what caught my attention. And the fact that it's it represents our people and stuff um it's which is not often done at all like when do you ever hear native americans in comics or native americans like in entertainment period you know i mean it's far and few and in between so i don't know i know that i i would i'm wanting to pick this up that way i can just read it um support it and you know have the our kids you know read something that that represents you know our people so if you guys have a chance there are several editions that you can pick up or go back and pick up the variant covers that were that were celebrating um the uh, indigenous history uh month all all month long with uh marvel comics uh marvel voices indigenous voices number one is in your shops now. All right, now we're here at your number one pick, which you said could easily have been the other one as well, but it is from Harper Wave. It's called Big She Bang, Her Story of Universe. It's a hardcover edition. It's the history of the universe according to God the Mother as told by Marissa Akasella. I picked this one because um, women are or females or whatever is being celebrated history is being told um through i guess the eyes of women with or i don't know if it's through the eyes of women but um 
it's not being told by a man it's being you know this is written by a woman and i guess according to the description um there's the it talks about women leaders uh women doers um just women in history it's it's a feminist journey is what it is and i'm very intrigued by it and i think that's important that is mariella's top six list uh but i want to thank her for doing that that is the her first uh top pick list uh for comic book wednesday and i'm pretty sure it won't be the last next up is rico all right uh there are some books that are a little similar on your list rich and uh your three books for the week that are are that you feel are must pickups are are these three particular books and they all happen to be marvel comics no no surprise there so let's start off with your number three book rich marvel voices indigenous voices number one the ghost rider variant and that that is the same book like like when mariella picked but she was going with the mac cover and this one's the ghost rider cover what is it what is it mainly is it the cover is it a combination of both or i mean it is a very different cover than what i've seen in some ghost rider books yeah, the um, the thing I liked was, I mean, the storyline, of course, is interesting um, as far as the description that it had on it and everything like that. What I liked about the cover, though, um, I don't know, it almost resembled a dream catcher, if you would. Um, but I, I, I like the artwork on it that it had as opposed to the other ones that I saw. They had quite a few variants, uh, but that's the one that stood out to me on that one, along with the storyline, of course. So that one has been a real popular one um, uh, for pickup uh, this week. Your number two pick was Immortal Hulk number 40. And I know you've been picking up these. The covers have been uh, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Right now, it seems like the Immortal Hulk or at least Bruce Banner in his kid form or whatever it is, has been facing these demons or, or something like that that have been haunting him in his closet is there a particular cover that you're looking forward to? Because I know that all the covers that I've seen in this have been, uh, I think there's even a Phoenix cover have been uh, pretty striking. Is there something in particular that you're liking in this uh, number two, uh, in your number two pick, I guess, the Immortal Hulk number 40? The uh, the one I'd looked for prior was the, uh, the spoiler cover. And I did finally get to see it today. Uh, and I'm hoping that I can find the spoiler cover when I get to the comic book store. Um, I, I like the other covers. They look all right. Uh, they had the native American, uh, style one with the Hulk. He looks kind of blocky on that one. Um, these books in the past have, have put, uh, forth, uh, an array of different, uh, different covers, including Alex Ross has done quite a few of the covers on, on this series. Uh, they've gone to, I guess, retro covers they've gone through. So depending on which Hulk you like, because I know there's the Kirby Hulk, there's all different, the McFarlane Hulk, there's a lot of different Hulks. Um, and they're kind of represented on different issues of, of these books and different variants. They kind of try to appeal to whichever Hulk it is that you like on the cover, at least. Um, and that's kind of why I've been picking up one here and there and, and uh, on the Immortal Hulk one. And, and the one I like is a spoiler cover one for this one. Your number one pick. Uh, we will see this one a little bit later on also in some in some of the other lists, but I guess you have the honors. It's Symbiote Spider-Man King in Black number one super log cover, and that is the variant. 
I, uh, you know, I'm, when you look at this cover, I mean, you, it, it, it's a no brainer. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of the symbiote Spider-Man King and black covers are pretty cool. I think there's maybe four that I saw, but this one just sticks out. What, what was it exactly? Is it the story itself or, or did this cover uh, jump out at you like the way it did me? Well, I, I like the fact that they're going to talk about all the different, I guess, hidden things in the suit. I mean, it's not like, like what I read, uh, in regards to the Spider-Man arc that's going on now where, you know, he's got an Iron Man made suit and th this is prior to that. They're saying, um, you know, this, this is basically going to give all the little descriptives about the suit. And this takes me back to web of Spider-Man number one, uh, this one's symbiote Spider-Man, but it, it takes me back to the original Spider-Man in black. Um, the where is Spider-Man series, the, you know, which spanned across all the different uh, spectacular Peter Parkers. It covered everything, Amazing Spider-Man. And it takes it back to that style of Spider-Man, which is, you know, on the cover. And, and he's on there with multiple different panels and, and they're showing different parts of the costume and, and outfit. And, and it just, I don't know, it screams vintage to me, even though it's, I don't know, there's differences, but yet this, the similarity is striking back to, you know, mid eighties, early eighties, when, when they were going through that whole series. Symbiote Spider-Man is actually a retro series. It actually takes place when Spider-Man or Peter Parker acquired the symbiote suit for the first time. So what this King in black, number one, what it's actually setting up is that somehow null or some kind of, you know, creature had been, had met Peter Parker. So is this a retcon? We don't know, but by, by later today, when we dig into these books, I think a lot of us are going to either be a surprise shocked or maybe kind of angry at what they're attempting to do here. Uh, Donnie Cates isn't, uh, uh, you know, when he created the, the, the King in black series uh, they they're following a lot of what he was kind of designing, but in the process, they actually are going back to before, before uh, Venom, before his uh, how he came about. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of nuggets are placed before us before Venom becomes Venom. So symbiote Spider-Man King in black, number one, super log, with that variant cover, that retro variant cover, showcasing a lot of the different things that Venom has in his suit is definitely going to be one of these uh, sought after covers. And if not, uh, could be a game changer in the whole Venom symbiote and early Spider-Man black costume uh, lore. So definitely a pivotal issue here in the world of Spider-Man. Rich, I want to thank you very much for those top three. And uh, we will catch you on Rip Comics uh, with the next reviews of uh, Exoswords and all that kind of good stuff. All right. Now we got Carlos. He's uh, new to the group, but he did find one issue that he's really looking forward to picking up. It's the King in Black Symbiote Spider-Man number one. It seems to be a popular issue. My brother also was picking this issue and the same cover. So what is it about this issue that uh, uh, caught your eye, uh, Carlos? Um, I really don't know. I guess because it's just the black suit. And I've always been a big fan of the, for some reason, I've always been a big fan of the black suit compared to like the, the, 
the um, the iconic you know red and blue uh, suit. So um and and like before like I started like um I think I got really into it when Tobey Maguire's film the uh, Spider-Man Three came out and the whole like symbiote suit and the the bell scene and just how like how like the whole like lore of like the symbiote suit could like could uh, control like an individual in the the Marvel universe. And so, because like it has right, like control like Wolverine too, right? In some instances, right? Or like the Hulk, I think. Yeah, like, and, and yeah, in other in other comic books, yeah, we we have seen the symbiote uh, take over uh, the person, uh, and then you know he's in control of them for a while and stuff like that. Uh, and that's the cool thing about this thing we we actually get a little snapshot of what those uh, key abilities are, and I think that's mm-hmm. a that's a cool thing about that. But that is Carlos's choice for Comic Book Wednesday. So if you're out and about, definitely pick up a pick up King and Black Symbiote Spider Man number one. All right, roll. All right, you you sent me some really cool some really cool picks here. Um, and let's go ahead and start. I'm I'm assuming you sent these in in a, in a particular order. And yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and start with. I, I'm assuming this is your number three. It's Wolverine by Benjamin uh, uh, Percy. And it's the trade paperback. It actually collects volume one, which would be those first couple of issues. Doing this podcast, moving over here, when I first started um, getting the comics, I ended up buying, what was it, issue four. And because that's one the one that was at the store with Wolverine and Omega Red. And then all of a sudden, the next time it came out at the at my comic book store, it was X of Swords issue. By that time, no, it was issue seven because I was missing one of them because you were like oh yeah that came out already and i was like oh okay so this gives that uh first that first look of the the new wolverine uh storyline and i just think um it's a great way for people to start um into what's going you know the new wolverine title and i mean already the few issues that i've gotten you know so i was looking forward to uh picking that up today to get the uh the story to cat, you know, almost like a catch up. Cause I, you know, I, I, I want to be able to, to, to catch up with the whole story because it's, it's interesting. And right off the bat, I mean, I saw your number two, that, that, that was borderline uh, something that I wanted to get, but uh, I knew one of us was, it was either me or you were going to get this on the list. And uh, your number two is actually uh, 275 from GI Joe, a uh, real American hero. I didn't know they were going through this big gigantic storyline, this part, these parts. So when I was looking through the previews, it's part 10, the expanded issue. That thing's been going for pretty much this whole year. Right. And what caught my eye is, well, one, we've talked about this in the past. Larry Hama's writing this mm-hmm. classic GI Joe uh, person. Now, when I saw this, aside from being part 10, the final part of this grand storyline um they are promising that every single member of gi joe is going to be in this book to me right there that is if it wasn't for my number one pick that would have been it only for nostalgia reasons in itself um i remember uh early on when idw started doing gi joe um, I'd gotten actually the first couple of issues. I don't know where they are now because I remember I also got like a Dreadnoughts uh, issue. It was like a, a I think a one-off. Um, but I was, co- you know, I, I was collecting uh, a couple of those at first. 
that promise of every single member of GI Joe, I can't wait. I, I want to. I want to. I want to see that. But no, very, very cool. I love it. A must for GI Joe fans, especially when they're using the words that every single member. Yeah, every single member uh, would, would is going to be uh, uh, available. And then your other one was uh, it's from Scout Comics. Uh, Children of the Grave, number one. Earth has been reset, now known as Terra. The populace lives in blissful ignorance of the centuries of unrest that plagued mankind, but unquestioned providers. Life is free of hardship, pain, and suffering on Terra. But something is brewing, and young Terran Daniel is determined to find the truth. Scout Comets presents another installment in the annals of sci-fi futures that are too good to be true. And that is Roland's number one pick this coming up, uh, Comic Book Wednesday, from Scout Comics, Children of the Grave, number one. Yeah, I got to hand it to uh, Scout Behemoth Vault, uh, Aftershock. Uh, they have been pushing the envelope, and they're not the only uh, independent companies that are uh, out of the normal, you know, the, there's like about like five companies that are always spotlighted on, on some of these uh, uh, diamond and stuff like that. Uh, we've been pleasantly surprised with a lot of books that we've, we've actually dug deeper into the, into the, into the previews and, and the solicitations that come out. We're actually looking for those, those other books that, that need to be spotlighted and stuff like that. And this is one of those books that, that Roland has found, uh, that he wants to give that extra spotlight too. So if, if you can find this in your local comic shop, you know, pick it up. If not, start start requesting some of these books. I mean, uh, the only way that, that they're going to be able to supply what you want is if you talk to your local comic book shop, tell them what you're looking for. And if they can't, and if they can't do what you need them to do, then you need to find a different way to acquire these books. But again, Number one pick for Roland this week, Scouts Comics number one, Children of the Grave. All right, now it's come down to my picks. These are the ones that really count. Just kidding, just kidding. Well, my fifth pick is Venom 30. It's uh, the final part of Venom Beyond, uh, Codex, in and 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 Eddie Brock and Venom. They're it's ready to all explode. And it has to because the King in Black is about to happen and this storyline needs to stop in order for us to get into uh, the Null finally arriving to, uh, to the battle. So uh, this is it. That's, this is the last one. I mean, uh, it's been building up, building up. We, we finally learned a little bit more about what Dylan is. And so definitely Venom 30 is a book to get. They are, they are promising everything is going to slowly change. Another thing people need to remember is that we're getting closer to Venom 200. That is in legacy numbers. We've been doing issues 1 through 30, and those are volume numbers. But the overall arc, we're reaching the magical 200 issue of Venom, and all of this is leading up to it. Definitely want to pick up Venom 30 uh today at your local comic shop 
The next book that I have in mind actually is the same as my brother. My brother actually picked this one. So I'm not going to get too much too, too much into it, but it is Symbiote Spider-Man King in Black. Now, just a, just a quick point of reference, there are several covers available for it, but it is the kickoff to the King in Black. What everybody needs to remember, the Symbiote Spider-Man, that's the suit. That's the black suit. That's the thing that left Peter Parker and then ended up on Eddie Brock and then it ends up becoming Venom. Well, they have a really cool cover called the Super Log variant and it's done all this retro style, but what's cool about it, it says the five key abilities of the black costume and then it breaks down on the cover the the five different things that you know that that can be done with the spider-man suit and stuff like that if you are a venom fan if you are a black suit spider-man fan this is definitely a really cool uh book to go with it is directly related to the king in black uh, storyline that is about to explode all over the Marvel universe. And I literally mean that in the sense that it's going to affect the Avengers, the X-Men, almost every superhero is going to have a run in with the King in black and um, null is at the center of it. So my fourth pick is symbiote Spider-Man King in black, number one, super log variant. All right. For my third pick, it's the same thing that my wife picked. We fell in love with this movie. The fact that it is being turned into a comic book is is just is just really cool. I'm going to actually go with the original movie poster cover that they're having. Behemoth, like I said before, is releasing some really, really cool stuff. Uh, it's called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It is part one of two. Uh, these are going to be released this month and next month on Behemoth Comics. You definitely want to pick up this. Uh, we've already talked about it earlier, but I just wanted to reiterate, it is my pick number three. And I'm just going to briefly skim over this one. My number two pick, Marvel Voices, Indigenous Voices number one. I'm going with the same Mac cover that my wife picked. It is a very beautiful cover. I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of the Indigenous Voices uh, variants. This is, uh, uh, we've, been, we've been eagerly awaiting uh, this collection to come out. They have been a variety of variants on ver all the different heroes like Thor, Black Widow, the Hulk, uh, Captain America. They all have have had their own variants uh, with the Native American uh, 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 variant covers. But by far, I want to say this cover, like my wife had said before, is the one to pick. Definitely Marvel Voices, Indigenous Voices, number one, the Mac cover is the way to go. And then my pick for number one from IDW, num uh, it's, uh, it's in the first issue, Sea of Sorrow. Now, um, the cover is just totally rad. Uh, there's a creature in the bottom of the sea or, or space or whatever. It looks like the, the water. And it's like you see all the bubbles. And this dude is like desperately in one of those heavy weighted uh, uh, diving suits, like trying to get the hell out of there. I want this as a shirt, dude. I want I want that. I, I, I love this artwork on, on this cover. Uh, uh, McCor uh, Cormac, 
Uh, Alex Cormick, I believe, is doing the cover and he's doing the art in the inside. These guys, uh, uh, they put something really, really cool. Uh, let me let me deep dive into this real quick. Deep Sea Adventure with a horrific twist. From the creative team behind last year's hit horror series, Road of Bones, comes an all-new tale of bone-chilling terror. In the aftermath of the Great War, the North Atlantic was ripe for plunder by independent salvage crews. When a former Navy officer hires an SS Vagabond, he leads the ship to the sunken U-boat and a fortune in gold. Tensions mount as the crew prepares to double-cross each other, but darkness on the ocean floor holds deeper terrors than any of them have bargained for. Plunge head first into icy waters of dread with another historic tale of terror from writer Richard Dudek and artist Alex Cormick. In shops today, IDW's number one, Sea of Sorrows. Dude, this looks rad. They make rad shit. This is the one to pick up. So what are you waiting for? Go pick it up now. That's Comic Book Wednesday for Rip Comics Podcast. Remember to read those books. They might not be around tomorrow. Tomorrow.